Welcome to Funny Stuff, a comedy podcast about comedy. My name is Griffin, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother, co-host, and fellow clown, Holden. Hello. Uh, This week, we are covering Joe Rogan's 2018 special, Strange Times, which is available on Netflix. Uh, But before we get into that, Holden, what is your current hyperfixation? So, uh, my hyperfixation is very specific right now. Um, So, I started back at, at, at school um i'm in college right now it's been it's been so i don't really have time to get super into like video game or like media other than like music so i was like just listening to an old playlist that had some like rap and hip-hop on it and uh an action bronson song came up and i was like you know what i'll give him a try so my hyper fixation recently has been action bronson he is a rapper if you aren't aware of him uh i think he's good he sounds very like um Wu-Tang Clan to me like he's very much got sort of similar like flow and like his beats are kind of similar to Wu-Tang which makes sense because he's also from New York so it's like that same kind of style yeah I don't really have much else to say it's very good he's got some very fucking like it's he's got some banger lines in some of his his things I appreciate rap and hip-hop more than I like it and I, I hate saying that because, like, genuinely some amazing lyricists and songwriters are in the rap and hip-hop world, and it's just it just hasn't been my steez, and I have tried so hard. It, not every genre of music is for everybody. Uh, so, like we said, this week we are covering Joe Rogan's Strange Times, which is available on Netflix. Uh, for a little bit of context, Joe Rogan is a, an American UFC color commentator, podcast comedian, actor, and former television presenter. Uh, he hosts the Joe Rogan Experience. I mean, I'm sure you know who Joe Rogan is. He's actually from New Jersey, uh, or at least he was born in Newark. Really? Yeah, really. Uh, his cousin, he is cousins, second cousin to Gerard and Mikey Way of My Chemical Romance. I'm, yeah, this you're is, fucking. I'm not. Thing. No, I heard about this recently. What the fuck? I, I'm, I'm remembering this. You right think now. they ever see each other at family reunions? <laughs> Joe Rogan also hosted Fear Factor uh, from 01 to 06. Yes, he did. Uh, and started the Joe Rogan Experience in 2009. And by 2015, it was one of the most popular podcasts in the world. And we are never going to be that popular. And that's fine. I don't understand how his podcast is so popular because it's it's unedited and it's like four hours and people will watch like a full four hour episode like in one sitting just because I just don't understand how you can do that. Also, if I'm not mistaken, he founded the UFC as well. He, yeah, he was, he was like co-founders. a co-founder. Yeah, he was a co-founder of the UFC um, and he commentates on most, if not all of the fights. Oh, wow. Or at least like the big card fights. I don't know if he does every single little fight. So... Strange Times is the most recent of his nine stand-up specials. Yeah, he has... That is that is a lot. Yeah, a whole hell of a lot. And his first one was in uh, 2000. So nine over 18 years? Yeah, so like about one every two years or so. Wow, that's so crazy. So it's been four years since his last one. Well, yeah, I mean... So. So. It wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Yeah, it... <laughs> I was expecting this to be, and you know, this was, this is maybe, you know, me judging, but I was expecting this to be a miserable slog. I went into it with a positive outlook I, I because did, I, I needed to go into it with a positive yeah. outlook. No, I, I tried to keep an open mind, but you know, I still had my expectations and I thought I'm not going to like this. I didn't love it, but it was halfway entertaining. I I don't think I hated it as much as like 
I really hated like Gallagher. Yeah. Gallagher was rough. I liked this more than I liked uh Bill Burr. Oh for yeah. Certain. For certain I liked this more than I liked Bill Burr. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it more than like Christina P. Mm-hmm. Cause like I, I'll I'll say like there were some points that got some legitimately good laughs out of me. Uh yeah, this was it was actually pretty entertaining and like he told jokes. Yeah, he like told jokes with setups and punchlines and shit and like he's he's a comedian that's been doing it for twenty plus years and like you mm-hmm. can see that he has stand up chops. Yeah, it was very um very much classic kind of comedy. Yeah. Very classic observational humor. I was worried that he was going to get he was going to bring his pretty shitty uh uh political beliefs into things and he didn't really. You know, he's also kind of an enigma and he said some things that are like like there are even things he said about he said in this special that like yeah, he's not wrong and I kind of agree with, but I also know in I, general, I don't I don't really know how shitty his political beliefs really are. Well, he isn't super he's like He's an anti-vaxer. Well, okay. There's that. Uh if you're listening to this and you haven't gotten vaccinated, please get vaccinated. Yeah. So about him being, like, an anti-vaxxer, a lot of things like that on, like, the internet kind of get... I'm not, like, jumping to his defense or anything. I'm just saying that a lot of things like that can kind of get, like, mixed up on the internet. So, like, I'm not saying that, oh, let's... I'm just saying, like, is he an anti-vaxxer or is he... Was he hesitant about a vaccine that came out really, really quickly? You know what? That That is fair. Uh, and I sh- I do walk back my uh, comments. Call him an anti vaxxer Th- but there is a whole. But to my defense, there is a whole. Um, if you talk about the ivermectin thing, I'm gonna have to. I hate to break it to you. It wasn't true. It wasn't true. No. No. I I, I was just saying that there was like there was a section on his Wikipedia page that said controversies, and one of them, and it was a very long thing that just said COVID nineteen response. I didn't read it. Um, just because I just wanted to know what the headlines were, and it was like uh, offensive language and COVID nineteen response. I I don't know. That I didn't know that it wasn't him, I, but I also didn't care enough to right. check that. Also, just throwing it out there, like, dude's not a doctor, and he actively said a lot in this special that he said the words, I am a fucking moron, like, 30 <laughs> fucking times in this special. So, like, if you listen to Joe Rogan's vaccine ideas because you think he's smart and qualified, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, what he does with his own personal life, like, whatever, dude. But I'm not, yeah, the whole, like, garbage political opinions thing... I'm not saying he doesn't have garbage political opinions. I'm not saying he does. I'm just saying, like... I'm by no means a a Joe Rogan expert. I generally don't pay him any attention. He... I know that, like, in the past he said, like, transphobic things, but very recently he said something that was very, like, affirming to trans people. So, like, the point is, form your own opinion, and honestly, I don't really have one. He's not my favorite. I just... But I don't really pay him much attention. The point is, Joe Rogan... Is one of those people that I think a lot of people really, really gravitate towards, whether it be positive or negative. Yeah, that's true. I think whenever, like, I, (laughs) it happened to me in one of my classes on on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday morning, I was sitting in my media writing class, just chilling out. Uh, Class hadn't started yet. And this kid is on his laptop next to me, and he's on his other tabs and stuff. He has, like, an article pulled up to talk about in class. And he... On his other tab, he has the Joe Rogan podcast of the Joe Rogan experience. And my brain immediately went to, and also just the way the kid kind of talks and like acts and holds himself. I'm like, mm-hmm. Makes sense. That's a douchebag. So I do think that he is just sort of very like popular with like very douchey kind of guys. And you know what? I'm going to out myself. I'm not an avid listener. I've watched 
not even watch. I listened to like one episode of his podcast. Because it had Maddie Matheson. Yeah, because it was an episode I was actually interested in. And there are times where I'm like, how the fuck did he get that person on as a guest? Like any episodes that like I don't really care to watch is like, you know, oh man, Ben Shapiro, how'd you get him? Actually, he ha- he did go, uh, he did kind of like not confront Ben Shapiro about, I think it might have been uh, transgender uh, stuff, but and kind of made him squirm because Ben Shapiro thought it was going to be a safe space, but it wasn't. <laughs> Joe, but uh, to his credit, uh, Joe Rogan did kind of like press him on some stuff. I don't fully remember, but I did see some clips of this. Uh-huh. Anyway, let's talk about the actual comedy again before we do. Fuck Ben Shapiro. Fuck Ben Shapiro. Hard fuck Ben Shapiro. Um, to quote to quote a, a great uh, wise woman, fuck him with something hard and sandpaper. <laughs> um, <laughs> how are you gonna be? Such a garbage person, and you can't make your wife not. <laughs> How does it fucking feel, Ben? How does it fucking him, feel? Him and, Allegedly. Uh, I don't want a fucking libel lawsuit, because he will. Him and uh, 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 Jordan Peterson telling on themselves, saying, I know that sex is something that women only grudgingly tolerate. Why do so many women pretend to like sex? <laughs> I, I don't know if that it's was like, actually It's real like that Tumblr was... post of, like, man, I love oranges, but why are they spicy? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> sex is supposed to be enjoyable oranges aren't supposed to be spicy you're bad at sex you're allergic to oranges these are the same problem one of them is way funnier <laughs> anyway he's not a terrible comedian is the thing i didn't love everything he said and i actually think he spent a lot of time kind of like preemptively defending himself because i don't know if he really brands himself as someone who doesn't care what other people think but clearly, and you know, this is, you know, an effect of thousands of people mobbing you for one reason or another. It clearly has had an effect on him. Well, yeah. So like something and like I'm not, I'm not saying he deserves it. No one deserves to be harassed by millions of people on Twitter. Yeah, it's it's not cool. That's why um, I don't use Twitter. Yeah. Like J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. I don't like her transphobic shit either. I think she's a big transphobe and I don't I don't like her. Um, but I'm not going to go on Twitter and like talk a bunch of shit to her. Like there, there is like just mobs and mobs of people that like go on there and like like threaten her with violence like i'm not gonna fucking do that like i'm not a fucking baby um and i'm sure joe rogan has got the same he talks about getting death threats on on in the special so i kind of understand why he would be doing like that kind of preemptive walk back almost Mm -hmm. because like he probably he doesn't want those death threats no one wants a death threat but like so i understand and there is like a monetary like loss that can happen like there's this whole thing with like canceling and Let's not get into it. It's a whole nuanced thing. It is very nuanced. But it, there's a lot to it. But like, it can which is actually, why we're not going to get into it because it's a bummer and we're a comedy podcast. Yeah. Well, what I am gonna I am gonna say something very briefly though, um, is it can actually cause people to be less successful. Mm-hmm. So like, if you look at someone like Louis C.K., who very rightfully got, we'll just use the term cancel, got canceled for the fucking shit he was doing. Mm-hmm. He he's still successful. He's still a a working comedian, but he does not have the same level of success in 2022 as he did in 2012. Correct. Um, so canceling can really fuck with someone's career. Mm-hmm. And I understand why Joe Rogan would maybe be like that. There is also a thing that I find on the internet and it is very frustrating as someone who enjoys comedy so much is that I understand why people get upset by offensive shit. I get upset by it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some times where you just have to realize like, okay, what is the context of this being said? It's a comedy show. He's saying it to be funny. Yeah. These things can be harmful because they will perpetuate stereotypes. But to be fair, he didn't really, I mean, like he was walking a fine line, not very well with his last bit kind of talking about, about women. And he did some kind of played, uh, 
downplayed like the sexual assault of uh men and boys for like comedic effect but like i didn't expect him to have a very nuanced take on an issue like that right no he's a fucking he keeps saying he's a fucking idiot and again i'm not defending him or excusing it but like i'm not surprised or up not necessarily not upset but it's just like you know more of what, uh more of this shit what's honestly very interesting about this special to me is that all the topics he covers are very complex mm-hmm. and nuanced right but it's nice to kind of it's where the comedy, at least for me, kind of comes in is it's like we're going to take an idiot mm-hmm. and we're going to make him talk about modern art and we're going to get his perspective on it. Yeah. You know what? Like it's it's like taking someone who doesn't have a who doesn't know all the nuances of this big topic and we're going to get their stupid opinion on it and they're going to try and be funny. That's what this really felt like to me. Yeah. And like I didn't laugh a whole lot, but they got some chuckles out of me. And like, I was actually pretty entertained yeah, the I entire wasn't, time through. I was more entertained with this one than I was with like, like I said, with Gallagher, with Bill Cri- Burr, with, with Christina P. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the ones that we actually kind of liked, I think I was a little more entertained. Like James A. Caster, we found a little more entertaining. Randy Feltface, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, this actually wasn't a terrible time all around. And Joe Rogan is like, and again, this is like me eating my words on camera or, on recording. Or yes, on these cameras that yes, we these, both have yeah, in front the, of us. Yes, this camera. You can clearly see my face. Remember how I'm not funny? And I'm yeah. trying to do a, a comedy podcast? Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Stick to your day job. Let me do the jokes. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. But yeah, it was... Joe Rogan is actually a halfway decent comedian. Right, like that is... Like, I feel like, like that's a thing I'm, we talk about when we don't necessarily enjoy the jokes. Is like... He's... He's... He, Telling jokes, he's, like I think the he's problem, got a good like structure. Same yeah. with like I can remember with like Christina P. Like yeah, we didn't like the jokes, but she had a good comedic like structure to her jokes. But then you have someone like Phil Burr, who we didn't, who like we didn't think he was very good at telling jokes. Anyways, a problem I did kind of have with Joe Rogan's um, comedy style is that he did a lot of yelling. He was very loud. Yeah, he did do a lot of yelling. He also did like a lot of voices i talked about in um our brad williams episode i didn't i don't really like that i think it's very like easy kind of boring uh, lowbrow it's like i'm saying something and now i'm saying something in a silly voice ha 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 it's very childlike to me yeah almost or childish Um, rather not childlike (laughs) it's childlike there i go making stupid voices so we're gonna take a quick break uh but then we're gonna come back and talk about our favorite and least favorite bits I hate you. See, now this is now we're now the rules are reversed because you made fun of me for my suffering. And now I see you angry at this. And now I'm enjoying it. Now I'm enjoying this bit. Schadenfreude. That's that's called. Let's go to ads. That's what these are called. Here's ads. And then I said, I can believe it's not butter. My friend was telling me that he wanted to make a podcast, and he can't figure it out. Like, he's never heard of Anchor. (laughs) Anchor is the best way to start a podcast. It's free to use and provides recording and editing tools you can use straight from your smartphone or computer. When you upload to Anchor, they distribute your podcast to many platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And, with no minimum listenership, you can make money on your own podcast. Make your own podcast with the free Anchor app or by going to anchor.fm today. 
Hi, I'm Milo. I'm an executive producer at Biopunk Media and the producer of Funny Stuff, the podcast you're currently listening to. Griffin and Holden are not just some of my closest friends. They're more like my brothers at this point, and I want to do everything I can to make sure that the art that they make gets seen. So, with that said, Apple and Spotify care a lot about ratings and reviews for new podcasts. It tells them that people are enjoying the show, and also it tells the app to recommend Funny Stuff to new listeners. Please, please, please take a quick moment to just like and review Funny Stuff. I can't overstate how much it helps our boys. Also, recommend Funny Stuff to your friends, your family, your mailman, your dog. There's a little bit of something in this show for everyone. Funny Stuff is still very new, and word of mouth is the best advertising there is. Last but not least, check out our new website. You can find it linked in the description of this episode or at biopunkmedia.card.co. Card is spelled with two R's. That's biopunkmedia.card.co for social media links, episode transcripts, and all things biopunk. And that covers it. Drink water today. If you haven't, remember that you are so loved, at least by me, and probably the boys too. And enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back. Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? Chickens don't have the co- cognitive ability to reason, therefore it was random. <laughs> Now we're back. <laughs> that one really got Miranda. Uh, she's <laughs> she's like, like trying not to cry. You like that one? <laughs> she gave me a uh, thumbs down. Uh, anyway, we got a thumbs down from the producer. <laughs> so, uh, Holden, what was your least favorite bit? I'm gonna say the bit where he's talking about the cop in Florida. He has a whole bit where he talks about uh, how in Florida there was a a uh, a woman cop, 25 years old, who went undercover into a high school, was dating a 17-year-old kid. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote, dating, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> I said libel earlier. It's slander is spoken. So. <laughs> in print, it's libel. In print, it's libel. Uh, <laughs> and apparently she got him to sell her weed so she could arrest him. And I didn't really like that bit. Like Griffin said earlier, that, that was the bit where it kind of perpetuates like the problem of um, sexual assault on, on men and boys being sort of more played for laughs and taken as a joke and not taken seriously, especially when a woman does it. I don't really want to open that can of worms. We're just going to leave it where it is mm-hmm. um, because this is supposed to be a comedy podcast, not a fucking bummer podcast. So welcome to Bummer Stuff where we talk about shit that's fucking bummers. Uh, I think my least favorite bit, I'm going to say, was the uh, the women inventing stuff or like how they haven't invented a whole stuff, stuff allegedly or whatever. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know because I haven't done the research and, you know, I don't know really how easy it is it, to quantify. It probably... It's probably true, I mean, when you think about it, but it's not like the, oh, women don't have the capacity to invent stuff. It's like, women weren't allowed to have their own bank account in America <laughs> till like, the 70s, so it kind of makes sense why they didn't invent the fucking cotton gin. Uh, my point is, I just felt like that bit kind of went on too long, and it was the same joke over and over again. I will say I liked the end of the bit. Yeah, where it was talking about how, how a man invented a tampon. And that's which, a very male solution to a female problem that he knows nothing about. Yeah, and will never experience. Uh, what was your favorite bit? Honestly, I think my, my favorite bit is probably the one about the vegans, because... <laughs> You know what? It was better humor on 
making fun of vegans than I think I've seen anywhere else. Because most of the humor for like vegan jokes is like, haha, aren't vegans annoying because they have dietary restrictions or they're activists? And this was a little bit more of like, <laughs> I got death threats from these kind psychopaths. Yeah, that that was a line that got me alive. He was like, um, I have never met a more a more ruthless, bloodthirsty group of wonderful, charming, kind people. Yeah, and then he he moves into talking about um, vegan cat owners, which I did see that like that joke is like in the trailer mm -hmm. uh, that you'll like see on Netflix. Netflix will do like those little um, not really trailers, but like teasers and stuff when you're seeing a movie on the when you're looking at stuff where he was like making fun of a vegan who would say like I don't think it's our right to choose whether an animal lives or die and dies and then they open a fat can of murder and put it down <laughs> for that little psychopath that they have as a pet and I just love that he called cats psychopaths and then he referred to a can of cat food as a fat can of murder <laughs> I'm actually going to like go for a similar bit and just his entire bit about cats was Yeah, I did like his cat bit. I don't know why like that I think that's what I liked more is that like the vegan bit turned into the cat bit. The older I get, and the more time I spend online, and the more time I spend watching TikTok with my girlfriend, the more cat videos I see. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> the I, internet's always I, been full I, I of remember, cat videos. I remember what the internet is for. It is for cat videos. It is for cat videos and cat videos and porn. Yeah, cat, cat videos, videos and, and porn. porn. And you know what? I will never tire of cat videos. So... And, 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 and I will never tire of porn. <laughs> Good night, everybody. You know, I walked right into that one. <laughs> wow, that one really got you. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've become a much bigger fan of cats over the past, uh, I'm just going to say a random year spirit period. Five years or so. Uh, yeah, totally random. Coincidentally, I'm celebrating my five year anniversary with my girlfriend in November. Um, and she has a and she is a crazy cat lady in the making. Um, she has a cat tattoo. She has a cat. She does have a cat tattoo. A cat too. Good night, everybody. <laughs> That's the same joke twice. <laughs> hey, that's the. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, but I just I, I don't know. Cats are cats are very easy to make jokes about because cats are all fucking weirdos. Yeah, dude. I love the. You can just, uh, C, oh my god, CG. CGP Grey, CGP Grey yeah. uh, has that thing where he's like, dogs will love you and care for you and protect you because you're a part of the pack. Whereas a cat is like, a tiny tiger that lives in your house. Yeah, cats are just yeah. And like I like it's generally the same jokes that everybody does about cats. It's generally the same observations. But why reinvent the wheel? Why reinvent the wheel? It's still funny. And like you're you hit oil, stop drilling. <laughs> and generally, yeah, people are putting their own spin on it and. Like, even though it's the same jokes and I, I don't know, I like, I like cat humor. I, I, I'm, I'm becoming an old man. One of my favorite videos on the internet is an old Neil Cesariga video. Was it bananas versus cats? Bananas versus cats where he just, it's a video of him. I feel so bad retroactively because they're all like kittens. Um, these poor little kittens. Um, Neil Cesariga, if you don't know who he is, he's the hilarious mind behind Potter Puppet Pals and he's a musician mostly a, a musician mostly now he uh lemon demon was his band i don't know if they're still a thing or if he's just on his own he is one of the great surrealists of our era <laughs> and i think it's hilarious that that sentence sentence exists in my brain but he he had a video this is an older video i think it's maybe like close to 15 years old now um it's early early youtube and he just has a bunch of kittens in his house and he puts bananas on like 
fishing line or something where like the string isn't picked up on the camera. It's probably like fishing line or even like dental floss. And he's just like jiggling them around and putting them in the in the cat's face and the cats fucking hate it. And there's some like and they're in such distress and I feel so bad, but it's so fucking funny. And there's dude. some pretty great crazy ass music playing too. Yeah. So Holden. Yes. Out of ten of the same goddamn cat jokes again that I'm still <laughs> laughing at. What would you rate this special? I don't know. You don't know? Yeah, I, I, I think I need a, a moment more to quantify. All right. Then I, while, you, while you're doing that, I will give my rating. I'm going to give this uh, five, five cats out of five out of ten. Five cats out of ten. Because it wasn't the funniest. It wasn't the worst. I was entertained. Again, I don't think I'm going to go rewatch this again. But I didn't feel like I wasted my life. Yeah, I... I agree with that. I'd maybe give it a five, maybe a five and a half. If you like cut out like some of the, the bits that I wasn't really entertained by, like they're really forgettable. Like I can't even tell you which ones I didn't like. They were forgettable. I didn't not enjoy them. I didn't enjoy them. They were neutral to me and just boring. But overall, this was a pleasantly surprising. Yeah. Special. What the fuck? We pick, we, you picked this because you were convinced we were going to hate it and rag on it, and then it ended up being, like, kind of good, actually. I did say, though, when we were talking about it, I did say that this is a win-win either way. Because win, it's a terrible time, and we hate it, and that makes for a good episode. Win, it's surprisingly good, and we like it, and that makes for a good episode. So I figured, fuck yeah, and here we are, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> So that brings us to the end of talking about the comedy special. But uh, before we go, Griffin, what funny this week? What funny this week? Holden, what funny this week? What funny this week is that the Queen of England died. <laughs> and I really wasn't expecting you to go this way. And Tumblr, and I actually went on Twitter again for the first time in months right after I heard the Queen died because I needed to know what the jokes were. And let me say, they did not disappoint. They did not disappoint either on Twitter or Tumblr. It was glorious. It was just as good, if not as bad as, as fuck. It was just as good, if not better as when Prince Philip died. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to like stand on any kind of like, Oh, boo, the, the, the queen, she died and we should feel better. No, she was no, no colonizer. No, no. Yeah. No. Like, like she could have decolonized the entire empire if she wanted. What's to. really funny? The best part is that, and I, 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 I am saying this to fucking anyone I that I that brings this up. We could very well see the, uh, the dissolution of the United Kingdom within our lifetimes, and I am so excited about that. Yeah, I think that'd be fucking great. Uh, just considering like the whole Brexit thing, and Scotland is being like. No, we're not leaving the EU. And, and same then, thing. And Northern Ireland is like, we don't want to leave either. And an Irish Republican, an Irish nationalist or an Irish Republican party is in control and they want to reunify. And like Wales, yeah. I think, is a, is also kind of talking about it. So it would be pretty funny to see that kind of fall apart. Oh, it would be it would be it would be wonderful. And that's that's a definitely a bring delightful in, little bring bit of in like, the sh- dancing cla- crabs. Yeah. yeah. It's dancing lobsters. No, no, dancing crabs. What? Have you never seen the dancing crab gif? No. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, the yeah, crab yeah. rave. I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were talking about uh, Corner no, Journey. No, I know, I know what you were. Lobsters. I know what you. I know what you thought I was doing. See, I thought you were out of touch. Turns out I'm out of touch. <laughs>
so that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. We hope that you were able to laugh at us, if not laugh with us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, great thoughts, personal epiphanies, requests, or recommendations, feel free to reach out to us at funnystuff.pod at gmail.com or on Instagram at funny.stuff.pod. Uh, Holden, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at donut underscore daddy, capital D on both of those and old English spelling of dough. I tweet stupid shit. I tweeted a poll recently that did not do nearly as well. Um, So I'm going to talk about it here very briefly. Oh, please please don't do this thing. No, fuck you. Um, So I posed a question to my tens of, sorry, my dozens of Twitter followers. Um, You have to rename one of these things hot dog water. Which one are you rocking? Piss or cum. Since that Twitter poll is no longer a thing. Feel free, if you're listening on Spotify, to uh, check under the episode. There should be a poll. I would love to get your thoughts. Which one are you renaming hot dog water? Piss or cum? Thank you. And we will be back next week with David Sloss live show, which is available on Netflix. (sighs) Now that I got that out of my system, thank you so, 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 so much for listening, and we will see you next time on The Clown Show. Bye-bye.